Why did we not consider time compression as a mechanism of achieving our objectives? Yes, the time of the gospel could have come to us sooner. No, time must flow in a linear path. To compress time is to render all time outside of one time, unusable trash. It could also lead to a complete collapse, a total failure to revive God. We are gods. The solution is to purchase time. We could outlast the untouchable one. And live in space, in choo-choo bodies. What? Why? For what reason would we do that? Just an idea. It was just for laughs. I'd rather not have a body than live in one of those things. Very well. We will neither compress nor purge time, but remain here and await the time of the gospel. But that you choose God to have an orgy. Please shut up. Oh, oops. I forgot I left this thing on. No. Wait. Stop. Please don't. Not again. Please. Welcome to Retrograde Amnesia, a comprehensive podcast where we discuss classic JRPGs chapter by chapter, beat by beat. Beat by beat. Beat by beat. Beat by beat. Welcome to Final Fantasy VIII. We're at the end of disc three on this game. Probably going to hit four soon. Maybe this episode. Who knows? My name's Chris. I'm joined by Eric. Hey, Eric. Hey, Chris. I'm Eric. Hey, thanks, Eric. Good to see you. Nice to see you. We're also joined by the Real Netta Collective of patrons who are listening to us record live. You two can join this conversation at patreon.com. Slash Roger William. We're also joined by the Fake Net, our post-production artificial intelligence companion, and the janitorial service in Hyper Light Drifter after your main character pukes. Initializing Fake Net. Illness is a natural part of organic life and should not be stigmatized. I care for the Drifter as if it were my own crisp. Wow. I don't remember the main character puking in Hyper Light Drifter. I'm honestly not sure if that happened or if it's because I played Terra Enigma at the same time, but I think they like get sick and black out a couple of times. Yeah. I played that over a compressed period of time, so... That's nice. Uh, I don't remember as much when I play a game over a short period of time. It's a vivid game with wonderful imagery. Yes. Good pathfinding. Anyway, we're here. Uh, we're, we got the plans from President Laguna. That was weird. And we got some other stuff to do before we continue our exploits right because uh, we're rapidly approaching the point of no return the compression of time yes the time of the gospel yes so at some point so we had just finished love and friendship all that sounds corny do you think it'll work and then we have control of squall right now what's the first thing you do when you have control of squall with the man with the machine gun just chilling in your spaceship lobby the first thing i do is i talk to him again yeah 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 and what's he say because i didn't talk to him again but that's what i should have done well, I didn't talk to him again, Chris. I walked up and pushed the square button. 
Oh, you played them in cards. Yeah, yes. of course you should. Yeah. It's time for one final round of Triple Triad with Laguna. Shuffle and boogie that one last time. He says, all right, man, if you insist. I play his card against him to win my card of me for me. My card of me for me. Laguna sucks at cards. Does he? Yes. Oh. He's very bad. But he played the squall card. After that, that's it. I now have all the cards in this game. Hmm, Eric, why does Laguna have the squall card? Excellent question. Who knows? Who can say? I do I do wish that... that I mean, the card faces are never acknowledged in this game other than uh, Martine or Fury Car- Caraway talking about yeah. effort or whatever. But like, I wish there was like, hey man, why do you get the card in my face? Yeah. Why is it the only one? Are we going to save the, uh, I don't know if there's much meat, meat on the bone, but are we going to save the Squall Parentage conversation for the uh, uh, fan theory extravaganza? Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Chris, because if you speak to Ward right yeah. now, he doesn't say anything. But Kiros, interpreting Ward's gestures, tells Ward, he says it's good Squall doesn't look anything like his father. Kiros oh. tells Squall he looks very much like his mother. Won't expect Squall to ask some follow-ups here, and uh, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, I, that's as far pretty, as conspiracies go, I don't think that's a conspiracy. Yeah, that's pretty I think explicit. That's like cipher. It's not even as as a reach as the cipher romantic dream. I think it is explicit that Squall is Laguna and Rain's kid. Yeah, I think it has to be. Uh, I, I didn't know there was that much in the actual text of the game, so I, that's interesting. Okay, cool. Because I mean, before it was just kind of like he left seven. He left Windhill seventeen years ago. Squall is seventeen. Yeah. Uh, the the. But then again, re- so is everybody else. Yeah, but, but remember when the Moombas sniffed. Uh, Squall, Laguna, Laguna. it's a Laguna Laguna because they, I mean, I guess they can smell blood. I don't know. Or they just, that's the only word they know. It could be. Most <laughs> predators can smell blood. Yes. Our Moombas predators. They they look like lions. I mean, lions are a big theme for this game, right? Lionheart, mm-hmm. lions, Moombas predators want to be like Squall. Like, do they turn into Moombas because they want to be lions like? I thought they turned to Moombas because they're pure. Lions are pure. Lion King came out. I don't know. You can talk to Laguna again, and he says, let's talk when all this is done. He's a lot to tell us unless we don't want to hear it, in which case we'll understand. Just beautiful dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> then we go to the cockpit. You can speak to your entire party. Mm-hmm. Renoa wonders if Cypher is in Lunatic Pandora of his own will. Then she says, I guess we have no choice. Zell really wants to give it to Cypher. Kistis has a more diplomatic, now it's all up to us. And I love that you have to talk to Irvine to get selfie to, like fly the ship somewhere as if she's concentrating really hard to fly yeah, the ship. Ir- yeah, Irvine's the, he's, he's her, uh... Her handler? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, Selfie does need a handler. And he also gives her the I mean, that in a positive way. Yeah, Because, like, she's got right. so much shit Intensity. that she's got, yeah, that, that she needs somebody to make sure that she's she's reigning at all times. He calls her the pet name Sefi too, at this point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm all set to go, and it occurs to me that I have no idea where Lunatic Pandora is on this world map. Yeah, well. Did you have that problem, too? I did I did as well, but I remember that it was lined up with Tears Point, mm. and also I knew that it looked like a giant PC tower right, floating course, in the sky. Right, of course, floating space. So. Merkava. Yeah. Chris, it's, yeah, so we can go to that now, but we actually have one final thing left to do on this world map. Can you guess what it is? Uh check the information panel in the menu and read some highlights do you have that we can do that now yeah like. let's do, do that it. that's not what that. i was talking about okay let's do it all right we'll just press triangle or yep. and then triangle X. information information all the way to the yeah. bottom uh i didn't write them all down because most of them is mo- most of it is lore that we have discussed and and figured it was just restating stuff but i did take the ones there down. are some pretty good nuggets in there yeah the first one i have uh, actually there are three entries for eshtar and you only get the third one after you meet laguna so i decided to wait until now Founded by people who immigrated to a continent east of Centra around the same time the Dole Empire was founded. Hey, man. 
Do you yeah. think they just found a continent with nobody on it, or do you think they killed the original inhabitants? Um, well, if they moved to Centra, or from... Uh, that's a good point. Uh-huh. Yeah, good point. The mild climate and temperament of the people soon gave way to scientific advancement. That's all you need is a mild climate and a tempered people. That's all you need, Eric, for science, I guess. No, it's not I, unique. No, yeah. We have science and we do not have tempered people. Yeah. Number two, started the Sorceress War and fought against the world under Adele's rule. Their sorceress and their scientific powers posed a worldwide threat. After abruptly declaring an end to the war, Eshtar closed its borders and kept and has kept in silence ever since. No details are known. Until now, Eric, because I have number three. I mean, the only major society with closed borders, like other than those weird islands, not weird, but just isolated islands with indigenous people that attack anyone that tries to interrupt their, like the only thing like that in our planet is North Korea. Yeah. Right? As far as a scale that large. As far as a scale that large. As far as a scale that large. But the, but it's the, in terms of the, its ability to prosper is the opposite of. Right. Of, yeah. It of, didn't of work. Like this is a, this, like, I, I think these things <laughs> only work in science fiction and, of course, and yeah. fantasy. At least uh, from what I can see. Number three, governed by President Laguna and his aides. Due to their concern over Dr. Odain's inventions having a negative effect on the state of the world's security, they closed off their country for 17 years. It is very likely that President Laguna will be criticized for keeping silence so long. That is true. He does probably deserve some editorials directed his way that he'll deflect with his riches and power. Yes. Also, you know, like we, we talked about how he his only option was to send Adele to space, according to according to himself. Uh, he he another sign that he does not uh, believe in executions is uh, that uh, Odin still works for him. Yeah. 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 Despite I think Odin bears more responsibility for the state of the world than Laguna, honestly. Oh, yeah, he absolutely does. But but I feel like Laguna could have perhaps, you know, healed that mend a little bit faster than. By a public the, execution for the clown the, prince? Uh, yeah, executing that guy and then uh, opening up the borders to... Uh, opening up his know, body. Uh, <laughs> allowing the wor- world to... Uh, Pick a piece and take a bite. Also prosper. Also true. Okay, that's it. Next, I've got Great Salt Lake. You ready for that one? Uh, yeah. It is expected, which is not the right word here, but mm-hmm. whatever. It is expected that Eshtar's experiments led to the lake's destruction. So there you go. Okay, yeah. Drain the seas. Burn it up. Mm-hmm. Next, I have his Crystal Pillar. It is a crystal that causes the lunar cry by producing a strong energy field between the planet and the moon. It's believed to have originated in the moon. The crystal pillar responds to a specific location on the planet and sends a strong directional signal. More research is required to analyze this process in detail. The only thing I derive from that is that it is a naturally occurring phenomenon despite it making no sense. I'm just glad they got crystals in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Next I have Tears Point. Tears is... Tears point. Lunar cries point of origin determined by Eshtar scientist. A security box restraining the power of the crystal pillar and ground energy field is set up. It is sealed to prevent the crystal pillar from entering the area. I guess the security box is the lunatic Pandora. Next, I have Ragnarok, Eshtar's space shuttle, based on an ancient Sentra legend of the dragon ship. Eshtar's finest scientific technology was used to build up Eshtar's flagship until it was used to send Adele's tomb into space. So basing your current technology on 
Legends from the Past seems like a far-fetched thing that would only happen in a video game. But do you know how much, like, connect fucking bullshit happened because Minority Report was supposed to be an influential piece of science fiction? With, like, the heads-up display and moving, when it was really, like, an inefficient means of yeah. engaging with the world. Yeah. So I totally believe that to be possible. I mean, just look at fucking Facebook. The metaverse thing. Oh, that's, like, oh that God. That, fucking downgraded Second Life shit. Did you see uh, Keanu's response to that? <laughs> yeah, it was just, I love Keanu Reeves. Next, I have sent. This is called Centra Shelter, which this is really interesting. It's called Centra Shelter. We've never heard this term before. Contains Odin. No. In parentheses, it starts with parentheses. Later became the garden building. Ancient Centra people spread around the world after Centra was destroyed by the lunar cry. People use mobile Centra shelters to move around the world. Many ruined shelters are found around the world. So they made cars? No, they made, they made gardens to, to, to move their, their people around. And then Eshtar... And would, then we just militarized it? Yes. Okay, that's, that's that, believable. Yes, absolutely. The last one I have is Eyes on Me. Mm. Julia Hartley's song. Julia married the Galbadian General Carraway after releasing Eyes on Me. Gave birth to a girl one year later. Julia died in a car crash at age 28, right before her daughter turned five. So there's some memories there. Yeah. Kids are online at like, what, three? Uh... My kids were not online at three, no. Cool. No. I mean, my kids have done internet things, like no, I, play I, Pac-Man 99. I didn't mean literally online. I meant like able to have a Oh, I thought you meant like kids access. are going online yeah. and uh, no, fuck playing that. Roblox. Absolutely not, dude. Yeah. I mean, technically, yeah, kids are online. I mean, when I see two-year-olds with tablets, I just like, oh my God, get them off YouTube. Stop it. Stop doing this. Stop it. Stop doing this. Yeah, my, my, my kids have never been allowed on YouTube uh, unsupervised ever. And will probably remain that way for a long time. They're like 23. That's all I've got. Thanks, Eric. Okay. What do you I got? appreciated that. That was lore and history, and I liked it. Chris, we have one more final mission. Mm-hmm. We go land our Ragnarok at Fisherman's Horizon, which is where our garden's parked. We go in the garden, we access the computer, and one more time, we get our final selfie diary. Oh, great. Believe. Love and friendship. A plan of courage. A plan Sir Laguna came up with. A marvelous plan. That's what I believe. I believe in it. Here we go. 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 Ready for the final mission. Yep. I flew the Ragnarok to Lunatic Pandora. Mm -hmm. Eric, I thought the stage was set, but actually I'm on a plank between one and perdition. It plays right after I ram it. Yeah. Zell says, here we go. Let's bust in there. Kistis, who is now seated at the control panel, wonders if we can get through. It reminds me. Okay. So if you have selfie in your party, who flies the ship? Irvine, I guess. It's Irvine, and then I think if Irvine and Selfie in your party kiss us, we'll fly the ship. There's some, like, higher That would be succession. the chain of command. Like, there's a chain of command to where Zell can never get his hands on the... Uh, yeah, right, yeah, they never let <laughs> Zell do it. I actually wrote that information down somewhere, but I was, was lost. I don't know if it was just this scene, but this is the first time I noticed it, but when Selfie's flying the ship, Irvine is in the... I don't know if there's a name for this pose, but... It put me a, in coach position? It's a, it, well, it's a really intrusive pose where someone, like, leans over your shoulder to, like, see, see your... Com- computer monitor at work mm. and they're like way too close to your face and yeah. they're leaning on Smell you. Smell their breath. He's doing that to selfie at all times. At Is least. it a power move? No, I think it's just it's just a... Um, Unconscious creep? Yeah, there you go. Thanks. Right. Kistis asks if the machine guns and the main cannons are ready. Two things I didn't know this ship had access to. Also, you know, we know from this video game that Kistis is a machine gun expert yeah. after all. Mm-hmm. She, I mean... There is a man with a machine well, gun, but if she was a machine to... gun expert in my game, yeah. you blew up that thing in Dole before we could get I to it. I cheated. 
Selfie says they're ready, and she uses two R's when she says the word ready. Ooh. Let's just fire like crazy and make a big hole. Boom. Yeah. CG cutscene. Mm. It opens with a side view shot of the Ragnarok panning down slightly to reveal two machine guns unloading a volley of white hot lead. It cuts to a behind the ship shot of the Ragnarok firing at Lunatic Pandora's force field, then ramming into the force field and not exploding on contact. Instead, it slows and slowly penetrates the field with its thrusters, creating an iridescent area of effect. It gets about halfway in before it cuts back to our crew in the cockpit. Irvine screams for the shields. I guess we got shields. Yeah. And Selfie pumps a fist and says, Woohoo. Woohoo. Woohoo! It flips back to the CG cutscene. The Ragnarok slowly slips its nose through the goo like force field, pulsing out energy waves that make an entry hole larger and larger. Once the front half of the ship makes its way through, it unloads its machine guns on the physical exterior of Lunatic Pandora, blowing tiny holes in the fucking thing. Then, a previous unseen lower hole energy cannon unloads a massive blue plasma shot, creating an even larger hole. Then we're out in the in-game model crew in the cockpit as they watch this happen from their point of view. It then cuts to an exterior shot of the Ragnarok as its claws latch onto Lunatic Pandora and dock the ship in the DIY point of entry. Cool. That is like the only practical use for those claws, other than the other practical use for those claws. Well, also punching. Holding him. Yeah, <laughs> punching and ripping. They're eventually going to need to punch it in another ship, probably. It's right? one of those things where like, there's no practical use for like mechs either, but since they're cool as shit, we all have to get into them. Yeah, in, in Final Fantasy VIII, like, because Final Fantasy VII exists, Final Fantasy VIII needs to flex hard as, as many yeah, times as possible. Yeah, that's a good point. So, so we get uh, a dragon and, and, ship. You know what? This was a very fine flex, by the way. I enjoyed watching all of this. All this, to me, also explained what that control panel was and why Kisses was seated at it. Oh, yeah, good point. And then cuts to the cockpit and we have control. It's hilarious that Selfie is still in the captain's chair and bouncing around almost to this music. Mm -hmm. The Plankton of Perdition music. Yes. Irvine says we made a huge mess. And then you can leave. But if you speak to Selfie, she'll ask if you're ready to take off, meaning you can get the hell out of here if you want. So we're not technically at the point of no return yet, but we're close. Also, you leave by going out the door to the right of the elevator, whatever Mm -hmm. Lunatic Pandora. Yep. The opening screen is a badass shot of the Ragnarok perched above a makeshift staircase. A whole-ass spectrum of green and white light is shooting out behind it. The ship's claws are still extended, making it look like Squall parked his dragon here. <laughs> yeah. As I approach the steps, dialogue fills the screen. Quote, big sound this way. It's probably them, you know. You know. You know. Oh shit, Chris, who's here? It's Fujin and Rajin, because we know it's, it's, it's Fujin as well, because she says, them... No, comma, impossible. Squall recognizes the voice. Yes, then Fujin and Rajin, 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 Fujin and Rajin, Rajin appear. They can't believe this shit that Squall is here. They you ask know. Squall to hand over Renoa, you know. Squall hero swipes and says that he will do no such thing. In fact, he one-ups them. He makes a demand himself. He says he's here to take a loan. And guess what? He isn't going to let them resurrect Adele either. When he says that he won't let them take Renoa, Renoa clasps her hands together and jumps for joy. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't have Renoa. Yeah. I yeah. Or not, no, actually, I take it back. I did have Renoa, but I did not, um, I did not uh, notice that. He hero points. Hero points? Hero points. Like he hero swipes, then hero points at Oh, them. yeah. Good call. Raijin calls this playing greedy, you know. Fusion says persuasion, useless, seize. Then force your way plays, because guess what, Eric? It's a boss battle. Fusion and Raijin at the same time. Let's fight him. Raijin says, see, just like I said, you know. Then Fusion hits him with some dots and it's on. This is a boss battle, Chris. You it know is. what that means? Uh, it means I scanned them? Yeah. I did. I did. I scanned Raijin. Is it different than the last time you scanned him? Yep. Just like it is with Cypher. Okay. Every time we fought Cypher and stuff. Scan Raijin. 
Is it number one, works with Fusion and Cypher, still relies on his strength, but can now use support magic as well. Number two, still a posse with Fusion and Cypher, better at combat, but still weak. Or is it number three, defending Lunatic Pandora under Cypher's command? Isn't sure about this. Isn't sure about this sounds too glib. I my my mind tells me it's number one, but my heart says number three. I pick number three. Which one did you pick? Number three. Okay, good, because I hit the buzzer sound because you were wrong. Fuck. Yeah, it was number one. Number okay, one. see. Yeah. yeah. Got your ass. Oh. She scanned fusion. I did. Is it number one? Assisting Cypher inside Lunatic Pandora. Uses support magic as well as attack magic. Number two, still assisting Cypher with his plan despite feeling conflicted. Very good with magic and support skills. Or number three, fights with Raijin, unsure about Cypher's plans, knows more powerful magic than before. Number one. No, you wouldn't do one twice in a row. Number two. Number two. That's wrong, Eric. It was number one. I didn't. I, I, did, okay, it. I did it for that reason. I did it for that reason. Because you I said pulled the exact same tricks on you in those perfect works quizzes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No way he picked number A three times in a row. Yeah. Well, you know what happens. Here we are. So you beat the holy living fuck out of them. Yeah, but Fusion knows Meteor. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. Uh, when you beat her, she says, Callus. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. When you beat Raijin, he says, I lost again, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, you did lose. I got a mega elixir. Cool. Afterwards, Lunatic Pandora is finally playing and Fusion and Raijin retreat. Yeah, Raijin slumps you know? his shoulders. Mm-hmm. But she says retreat is temporary. Yeah, of course. We're, We're not gonna... through yet, and then they run off. We have control. We're under our control. The next screen in, is inside the structure. There's records sprawled across the floor. The walls are very high here. It's very Wizard of Oz aesthetic, and you could reach this place when you were exploring around, but you mm-hmm. couldn't go out to where you are now like it was a dead end. Right, okay. Then we turn a corner, and it's our guys, Biggs and Wedge. I'm out, so happy. They're out here getting that bread, still working. Yeah. They seem to be tending to some of the damage inside here. Next. This is a, like, top five scene in the game for me i i have it written down the next the best scene in the game unfolds okay yeah because they're working on shit with their backs turned like idiots by the way yeah big says what the heck do i have to take orders from some kid finally the answer to the question why is anybody listening to fucking cypher yeah wedge says well he is our superior big says don't you think i know that i chose the wrong career being ordered around by some punk wedge then laughs and says that's pretty funny yeah (laughs) wedge the comeback line. Wedge, a cop, says to his cop friend, you know, we can always quit. Says, why don't you find another career? Biggs thinks that Wedge tells me he's just kidding, but Biggs takes it seriously and turns around and says, you're right. You're absolutely right. I quit. Wedge can't believe this shit. Biggs tells Wedge he wants to go home and do what? Have a drink. He wants to, he's quitting to go drink. Fuck it, let's quit and go to the mall. Let's do it. Wedge is surprised that he's included in this fantasy though. Yeah. They both then fuck off and walk toward the open hole. Did you intercept them to see what they have to say? Yeah, Wedge is uh, wondering about his salary. Yeah, he wants to still get paid, sir. Yeah, and uh, Biggs wonders why he didn't think of this sooner. Yes. Which, great. The best thing in the game is where the cops decide to quit. Yes. It's wonderful. It is. I love that Biggs quit his job on a whim to go drink, and I aspire to do this at one point in my life. Yeah, it's going to be great. But there's no, like, OS second showdown, because, like, after Biggs and Wedge, Fujin and Raijin became, you know, the, yeah. the duo that we encountered the most, and they're like, we didn't have to fight them. They just quit their jobs. Yeah. I followed them, and of course, they're gone. I entered the yellow hamster's tube. They were killed by a monster. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be funny if you find their bodies. Um, The guy that I was using to reference said all the enemies here except bosses are level one. Why is that, Chris? Make up a lore reason. I did notice that when I got here, everything died very easily. Yeah. Um, Make up a lore reason. Uh, It's all been trapped in Lunatic Pandora under seas and hasn't leveled up with the party. Got nothing for you. Nothing. All right. I I can't do it. 
Sorry, fake net. Initializing fake net. No definitive reason is available, but there are plenty of humorous game FAQs posts with players thinking their game is glitched. Why don't you both just pretend you're big strong boys and the scary monsters are no match for your powers? Oh, yeah, that's actually way better. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. So I kill Turtopods, Tornas, I turn off random battles, let's get this game over with. Mm -hmm. Go back to that elevator room and take number one up, sir. Did you just go straight to the, the party? I went to the next screen, yeah, I walked through some hallway tubes, mm -hmm. and uh, the upper path led us out into the crystal pillar area. Then I followed that path until I bypassed the number three elevator and went down a ladder. And, oh boy. Oh, I got all the shit that you got earlier, the first basically. Time. So yeah. we already talked about this. I got a, there's a confused draw point. Based on uh, Combat King 5 mm -hmm. that I already bought from the store. Found a hidden ultimate draw point. All the stuff that we've already discussed previously. So, yeah. We keep going through the tubes, eventually running into Raijin and Fujin again. You know? Fujin says, now, no fight, next time. Raijin says, that's right. We have a surprise, you know? And then the thing that threw us out of here the first time drops yeah. in again, which is not actually a surprise. Yes. It is mobile type 8. It is. And when the battle goes uh, begins, it, we get some text at the top that says, attack weaponry on. Yeah, it shifts between mobile and support modes. Yeah. I scanned I'm, it, Eric. You can attack the pot. Okay, yeah. Yeah, wow. scanned it. I yeah, did. You, you did. It's a mobile type 8. It's a number one, a powerful mech designed by Ashtar to prevent passage through Lunatic Pandora. Number one. It has several different types of beam attacks. Number two, its beam and laser attacks go far beyond the damage of any modern weapon. Number three, a machine built by Galbadia to guard important people has attack and defense modes. It's number one. You're going to do it three times in a row. That's number one's the answer for all this show. That's wrong, Eric. It's number two. Its beam and laser attacks go far beyond the damage of any modern weapon. There is no meta. Yeah. So it has mobile support modes. You can attack these pods so they don't take any damage. Uh, I mugged a laser cannon from this thing. Yep. Also, does a move called Corona, which just doesn't play well anymore. No. <laughs> it keeps whipping me, which I kind of like. Yeah. The Corona move takes our HP to one, which, yeah. Bucket works. Corona, one. Corona three. takes, well, I mean, depending if you're vaccinated, you get to go to one. If, if yeah. One. Yeah. Roll the dice. You go to one HP, but you've got regen. Yeah. yeah. You got battle yeah. boost. Yeah. I kill it. As the screen comes back, the doors at the end of the hall close, suggesting Fujin and Rajan have escaped during our battle. Yeah, a large set of double doors. So you ready to enter these doors, Chris? Let's enter the fucking doors. The Showdown. boss room. What music do you have playing? I have a sacrifice, but it could be the other one. I have truth. Yeah, I... Initializing fake net. It's a sacrifice. Okay. I just flip a coin and say, because right. I can't get them. The treasure which cannot be stolen, please. Yes, thanks. We open the doors. We're in a purple-tinted room, which has a window to the outside or a picture of clouds I couldn't tell yeah I wonder what the practical purpose for this was inside it's, Lunatic Pandora other than like cult ritual zone the co cockpit <laughs> to drive the your square observation room I don't know Cypher is up there though standing on a platform gun blade drawn Fujin's holding alone yes Squall says that we've come to take a loan thank you yes we know that actually I have a note you know you know what they're standing on you know what the, the elevated platform Cypher's on he just stole the float from Delling City it kind of looks like it yeah <laughs> he, he needed to be dramatic Cypher tells his goons to show him some hospitality. Raijin man walks forward, but Fujin tells him to stop. Chris, how do we feel about show him your hospitality as an iconic endgame villain threat? Is it one, and should it be? It's not one, because Cypher is not an endgame villain. He's a poser, Eric. Uh, he's an anti-hero. Yeah, for sure. At most, or at, at best. At best. At best. Yeah. Raijin steps forward. We draw our weapons. Then something curious happens. Fujin begs Raijin to stop. The oath plays once. Cypher rests his gun blade on his shoulder and asks, what's up? You know why the oath plays, right? Because they're talking about their oath. They're because they're, they're beginning to take their oath to not follow this fuckstick Cypher <laughs> anymore. 
Raijin turns around, our party puts away their weapons. Raijin says, we've had enough, you know. Fujin cheers her boy on, she says, go. She says, no, wait. I wrote that Fujin said go, thinking she was cheering Raijin on, but actually she was releasing alone and telling alone to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, the man with machine gun will be here soon, so. Yes. Fujin turns to face Cypher. Squall tells alone to go outside as Laguna should be here soon. The camera then cuts to a ground-level close-up shot of Cypher. He gently moves his blade around and says, hey, hey, come on, people. Which is some real creepy, like, shit to get your friends back in your... Hey, come on, we're all just people. Yeah. Raijin tells Cypher they're quitting because they don't know what's right anymore. Cypher says something weird in response, which is, exactly my thoughts. I thought we were a posse. Fujin repeats the word posse. Yeah, but then suddenly Fujin begins to speak normally. Yes, uh, what I like to call the silent Bob moment. Yeah, good good call. Yeah, good call. Which I guess in the Japanese, uh, Fujin was speaking in kanji the whole game, and now it's just speaking Switch in... Switch to it. Yeah. Something else? The... Uh, Katakana... What, what, uh, we're not Japanese speakers, sorry. Uh, Fujin says, quote, We are. We always will be. But we're a posse. We want to help you. What it takes to fulfill your dream, we're willing to do. But you're being manipulated, Cypher. You've lost your dream. You're just eating out of someone's hand gross you've lost yourself and your dream we want the old you back uh in case we can't get through to you all what is it what, what? since we can't get since, through to you sorry. all we have now is to rely on squall it's sad sad that we only have squall to rely on cypher are you still going to keep going cypher shrugs and points his blade forward he tells raijin and fusion that it's been fun they bow and run off I think that's like a, a polite, like, we're not going to stop you, but we're not going to help you either. Yeah. Like, if they weren't a posse, like, they don't turn heel on them immediately. They still keep in the fiction of, like, we're going to bro out again someday, but we, yeah. I can't follow you down this road. Right. Cypher leaves off the platform and slowly walks towards us. Lunatic Pandora plays. Squall asks Cypher if he's going to continue with this night thing. Yeah. Do you like how he underwrites it by saying, like, oh, this night thing you're doing? Yeah. Even though Squall just told his girlfriend he'll be her knight. Shh, but then no one else knows that. Yeah, that's true. Even though Renault is with me. Yes. Cypher says that the knight has retired, he says. I guess you could call me a young revolutionary. That's when you have to rebrand yourself because the current title's unpopular. Yeah, and also revolutionary is not a good word to no. describe what he's doing right no, now. No, no. Well, I guess everyone in their mind thinks they're the revolutionary, Yeah, right? but like, he, has, there are, he has no, he's not operating on any ideals. He's, the whole time he's been focused on his dream. There's no ideal. Like I, th- I feel like if you're a revolutionary, you have to be... Uh, defending defending an ideal. You can't work sort. for the corporation. Squall face palms and asks Cypher what he's doing. Cypher says that he's always got to be doing something big. I don't want to stop. I'm going to keep running. Cypher draws his blade again, swings it around and points it to the sky. I think this is the same thing that Laguna did in the movie. Oh, his, yeah. It's pretty close. I've come this far. I'm going to make it to the end, to the goal. There's no way I'm sharing it with you. So do you think Cypher has been given the instructions of what to do, but not what it's going to do? Good question. Yeah, he's he's probably been promised some sort of... Because this will... He won't exist. It's true. Anyway. Well, he's probably been told that he will exist at her side, you know, defending her side, defending her whatever. Force your way, plays. Yes. So Chris, you said earlier the best scene in the game was going to happen with Biggs and Wedge. I think what happens now is the best scene in the yeah, game. Yeah, you're probably right. This has always been my favorite scene in the game. Yeah, this is fucking cool. So... Force your way plays, and then something that never happens in big boss fights in Final Fantasy games happens. Mm-hmm. Odin comes out. Yeah. Zantetsukin, bitch. Yeah. He comes out, and 
uh, there's a twist. Like it's it's the, you get the trot and you're just like you're setting the controller down, rubbing your hands together. Like I want to see this come up and because like it's very plausible now that we're in the end game that Cipher can just get eliminated from existence if you have Odin. Yeah, like that would be a thing that could happen. But what happens instead? Cipher in turns Odin owns charges Odin as he charged and splits Odin in two. This is the coolest thing in this video game in an all-time Final Fantasy moment. I yeah. remember this taking the wind out of me. Yes. And it, it the unfortunate thing about it is that like they do a, such a good job of communicating what Cypher's power has has yeah, risen to. He's but leveled he, up, man. But he's but it, when you fight him, he's still kind of still. But like but, it really, it's an intimidating yeah. moment. And like this isn't kayfabe. You do not have access to Odin anymore. No, he's done. But you do see a hand grab Odin's sword after it's flung in the air. Yep. And mechanically, as we'll find out later, Gilgamesh then replaces Odin as your random summon. Yes. Squall can't believe this shit. Cypher tells Squall... He screams Odin's name. ...that he'll give him another scar. Yeah. So, uh, like Squall acknowledges this defeat. Like, I didn't know Guardian... I mean, Guardian forces can die, obviously, but you can revive them. I scanned Cypher. Okay. I didn't italicize the one that's correct, so... Good luck. Okay, great. <laughs> I made the mistake several times. We'll have to figure it out. Fignet will tell us the right answer. I know which one it is. Okay. Number one, to retain his pride as Sorceress's Knight, he is determined to win. His skills are even more deadly. Number two, Cypher, once again trying to thwart Seed, has lost everything but his pride. His egg of dreams has been shattered. <laughs> okay. Number three, leader of the Galbadian forces occupying Lunatic Pandora. His dream is lost, but he has nothing to lose. You had me until lost, but nothing to lose, so it has to be the first one. <laughs> yeah. Good job. I like that in your little soundboard, green is good and red is bad for the buzzer and the... Oh, ding. yeah, you, you can edit that. Yeah, I know, great. but that's just... I'm glad you put stop and go on the right. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Anyway. Okay. Uh, did so you know... Something else I noticed about Cypher here? Did you notice this? His coat's more tattered? Yeah, he's ra- got a yeah. raggedy coat. He's like... His coat's been fucked he's up. He's really... You know, he's he's on edge. He uh, s- something unique about this battle in terms of what you can draw here. Do you think... Like... S- the reason why his coat is on edge, because we'll see it gets repaired a bit later, but... Do you think he has the Doug Funny closet and the Squall closet where it's all the same clothes? But since Cypher hasn't been home in so long, his current like Cypher outfit has just been deteriorated. Oh man, I think this is like his his coat though. His one his favorite <laughs> his one. coat. Yeah, his one favorite coat. Like he, I'm sure he changes his uh his interior clothes there, but um, his basics. Yeah, you can draw aura from him. Yeah, it's the only place in the game where you can yeah. draw aura. I already have Stock a lot of aura from all of my shit. Destruction of cards. I want to let you know yeah. that I got all those cards. I didn't cash any of them in. I want to keep my cards on me. I want to have the premier card collection in the world. Oh. Okay. Congratulations, Thank Eric. you. Yeah, it's great. So, uh, you can kill uh, uh, Cypher. He has a move called Bloodfest, where he cuts a Jesus cross on the floor, which we fall through and then get hurt. Oh, I missed that. Uh, he also killed my Doom Train, but not for real. At some point, Doom, uh, Gilgamesh comes out of the fucking sky and says, you gave me the fourth one, and then, huh, was it you? And then dodge my sword, eat this, and he blows a gust of sword wind at Cypher and sweeps him out into oblivion. Yeah, he also utters the line, where is the dimensional interval? Yes. Which? Oh, that's the uh, end of the battle, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, yeah, that happens at the end, yeah. Sorry, I, I got ahead of myself. No, well, that's the end of the battle. We're done with yep, that, right? we're done. So, yeah, that line, where is it? For, for some reason, I always, I've mis- I misremembered this for so long, I always thought it was, where is the dimensional vortex? Mm-hmm. I don't know interval. if that, yeah. Well, that just positions Gilgamesh mesh as like a conscious final fantasy hopping entity right well yeah and, and i've got some notes here on this line in japanese yeah uh in japanese he his line is huh was it you and then he utters the sound ba 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 
Bah. Bah. So people think that this is the Gilgamesh from Final Fantasy V. He was about to say Bartz. Oh. Uh, the, main char- the main character of Final Fantasy V. Had Bartz been localized yet? Was Anthology... Actually, well, th- this line wasn't localized to, ha- oh, to include I see. Yeah, that syllable. Right, right. Yeah. That syllable only was included in the Japanese version. So ap- apparently, there's also something in Final Fantasy V called the interdimensional rift. So the dimensional interval. That maybe mm, there's some some commonalities there. I forgot that happened. By the way, that the end, yeah, like the Gilgamesh continuation at the end of the cipher oh, battle. Yeah, yeah. And again, if you for some reason you can get Odin on disc four and avoid all of this entirely if you mm-hmm. don't have Odin yet, and you can never get Gilgamesh. Yeah. Which mechanically that does is better for some people. Yeah, the guide I was reading was like, don't get Odin because it's going to mess up your, uh, when you're hunting for items, it's yeah. going to mess you up. Yeah, and then Gilgamesh really, has like some, it's one of four attacks instead of just Antetsuke in the entire Yeah, it's, my favorite one is uh, Excalibur, poor, where yeah. he pulls the shitty Excalibur, yeah. His sword, his four swords are all like mythical swords, right? Yeah. I didn't or mythical, it. at least in Final Fantasy. It's Excalibur, Excalibur, Antetsuke, and Fegna, what's the other one? Initializing Fegna. You both somehow forgot that his fourth sword is the fucking Masamune. It deals heavy damage. You also, when you win this battle, you get a Holy War item, which is the best item in the game. It makes your entire party invincible. Invincible? <laughs> invincible. So you, are you Jesus. saying I should finally junction my item skill here for the end of the game? I think so. I'm not going to call any Guardian Forces, probably, so. I, I still call Doom Train up a whole lot, because Meltdown's an easier... I just use Meltdown. Yeah. Because all the other status effects aren't... Yeah, but Meltdown's deal. not my friend. Doom Train's my friend. I want to see Doom Train it's come true. out and it hit somebody with the fucking train, Chris. Uh, I'm for it. What you got against trains? I'm going to ride one tomorrow, actually, Eric. You're going to ride a train tomorrow? Are you doing some Christmas shit? I'm doing the Christmas shit. We've talked about that before, yeah. Looking forward to it. Do you do this every year, Chris? We do. Cool. Great. Memories that last a lifetime. After the battle is pure (laughs) silence. It's pure silence. Cypher is face down on the ground. Renoa says his name, then walks away. Yep. Cypher then springs back to life and says, not yet. It's not over Squall. He runs after Renoa, who then screams Squall's name. Squall then screams Renoa's name, and Zell runs up and says, Cypher has Renoa. Yo, this is horrible writing. Yeah. <laughs> Renoa just wanders off, then Cypher takes advantage of the moment and captures her, and the whole battle is rendered pointless. Odin died in vain. Yes, true. Good point. Uh, yeah, they needed a way to get Renoa out of your party. Yeah. Oh, I guess if she's... I wonder... If, yeah, was she in your party for this? Yes. Okay, yeah, I wonder... That doesn't I guess happen she just if she's like, in... Yeah, right, but, yeah. That was I think maybe bad. she... Yeah, I'm not really sure. She's just happens. like in the back with everyone yeah. else that's not actively fighting. The next scene... Uh, it, it cuts out now, right? Yeah, well... well we get a chance to, to fix our party. Yzel says, I'm sorry, Renoa, she wouldn't listen. She said she was going to be by your side no matter what. Squall Hero swipes and says we have to go after Cypher. A sacrifice plays. It cuts to a scene of Cypher holding his gun blade at the once again damseled Renoa's neck. They're approaching the tomb of Adele. Renoa is begging him to, quote, Stop it. Stop doing this. And asks if he's done enough. I know you're not like that. And I get that Cypher is now under her control, but also he, he is like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, he is who we thought he was. Cypher then correctly says, can't go back now, can't go anywhere. Ostensibly, he's talking about Renoa, but also he's talking about himself. The sorceress is one. This is Ultimisia's wish, fade to black. Cypher then brings her next to Adele's tomb, gunblade at her throat. Renoa says Cypher's name, then it fades to black, and that is a wet fart of a disc three close. It is. It is. We, we can see in the he's he's as he's approaching the Adele chamber. There's like a pre-render. Yeah, Adele here. It's the first time we've 
I think we've seen her in CG. We've seen her in, in a rendered format. Now she's part of the pre-rendered background. And speculation is this was supposed to close on the Sorceress battle like the other two discs, but there was a disc space limit and it closed on the Cypher battle instead of the Adele battle. Yep. Please insert disc four. I'm on disc four. Selfie's now my party. She's level 21. Zelda's yeah, are level dude. 100. Nice. 21 versus 100. My That's favorite great. game. Lunatic Pandora plays. Yes, we're, we're still re- on Lunatic Pandora. Yeah, and the the like disc four just resumes. Like you're yeah. not getting the 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 other portion of the. You're the not waking scene. up at the garden. Yeah, yeah. You're not waking up. Period. We're still there. I guess we're leaving. Yeah. In the very next room, we fought the mini bell. Where we fought the mini boss. There's now a future crane with a ladder. Yeah. Let's see what's up there. The perspective is weird and making Squall walk up this thing is fucked. It was very difficult. There's I, a hidden break point up here. Yeah. Draw I, point. I, draw point. Break point. Break point. Break point. I climb up this diving board ass platform and you have to walk up the crane. It cuts to an overhead shot of Lunatech Pandora as Succession of Witches plays. It's tough to describe what we're walking on here. It feels organic and doesn't have any flat surfaces or right angles. It's almost like it's formed out of a crab shell technology, but has the weirdo, bold coloring of Esther City. Yeah, I've got seashell-like, kind of, a little bit. It cuts to Cypher, once again holding Renoa in front of Adele. She says his name, and then, no more, please. So he's just been holding her up to Adele's tomb, like, waiting for shit to happen. Like, when when this is all, like, his instructions ended here. He could have done what he is about to do way earlier, (laughs) but... We need the cinematic, though, Eric. Cypher says her name again, and then Squall shouts Cypher no from behind. Cypher responds, Renoa and Adele. The sorceresses is one. Watch closely, Squall. Whoa. CG cutscene. Mm-hmm. It opens with Cypher's gloved hand grabbing Renoa by the shoulder. She's trying to kick her feet backward, but Cypher shoves her head toward Adele. She stumbles forward and falls to her knees, then looks up to see Adele's visage staring right at her. Adele tilts right, then smiles. It cuts to a wide shot of Adele waking up and her tomb beginning to unfold as she moves her arms. The golden magic restraints start snapping. The tomb physically opens like a camera lens and moves closer. It zooms in on Adele's face and she smiles and opens her mouth. It cuts to Renoa's face and she can't believe this shit. Adele reaches her clawed hand through the tomb's force field, meeting some resistance, then ultimately rips through to grab Renoa. It cuts to Renoa kneeling on the ground in mortal terror as she screams and shields her face with one hand. The battle starts, and it's seamless. It is, and so, Adele is here, and she's now 18 feet tall. Yeah, she's, she's really tall. She's a tall lady. Yeah. I was thinking, has she... My first thought was, did she just now wake up after Laguna fooled her? But then I remembered the thoughts broadcast to the screen in Dole where she must have been conscious by herself for 18 years out in space. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's that going to do to a person, right? Like, you're not going to mellow out. No, not at all. Wow. Uh, Renoa is also crucified to Adele's chest yes. now. Yes. Uh, Adele's like 15 feet tall. Renoa in a black tank without her duster for some reason is attached to her chest. Yeah. She looks like, uh, like you know, those baby carrier things where you carry yeah. the baby on your chest. Yep. yep. Zell tells Squall we got to save Renoa and just go for Adele, which is code for don't use it in guardian forces. One, she's a fucking sorceress too, because you'll hit Renoa as well. It'd be cool if Adele would like just kill your guardian forces if you try to like slice Doom Train in half. Like, no, these are part of me. Uh, Adele has a boat wheel too, but it's much cooler and sleeker than Adele's. She's got that that uh, that back back ear uh, thing. Chris, did you scan Adele? Oh, t- fucking course I did. Yeah, uh, but before I did, Adele uh, absorbed some HP for from Renoa, so that made it yeah. obvious that Renoa was also targetable. She's her me. blood bag. Yep. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Yep. This makes it a, a gimmick battle, but not like a bad gimmick battle. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's we'll get to it. Scandadel. 
is one of the three. Is it one of the three? Took control of Eshtar during the Sorceress War, toppled by Laguna, but now released by Ultimecia. Number two, Eshtar's ruler before Laguna and company can find her, released by Ultimecia and regaining strength. Or, number three, a powerful sorceress who took control of the world, only to be foiled by a big dumb boy who was tricked into leading a revolution. Number one. That's wrong, Eric. It's number two. Sorry. Big dumb boy. I am the big dumb boy. You can also scan Renault in this battle. Yes. Not a boss, though. No, not, well... It counts, because you get something different than you do right. with normal scan. Which, by the way, before this podcast is over, we need to scan a couple more, uh, couple more of our characters. Uh, scan Renoa. Number one, Renoa being junctioned by Adele. Immobile, because Adele is absorbing her powers, can be released by defeating Adele. Number two, Renoa is now under the control of Adele. Her life force is being used to sustain the awakened sorceress. Or, number three... Now a sorceress, Renoa has been junctioned to Adele in order to assist Ultimecia. Numero tres. If she dies, there is no hope of stopping Ultimecia. Numero tres. That's wrong. I like the idea of her being junctioned as a mechanic, though. It was number one, yeah. Like, so junction was the, the actual one. Force. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that's true. It's awesome. Adele's got a couple of cool moves. Uh, she's got Energy Bomber, which she does a very uh, Dragon Ball-esque uh, energy absorption with her, her hand raised and throws it at a single character. She also does Flare and Ultima, all the good stuff. Yeah, the great ones. The Forbidden Magic. Anything did else? You, did you the... try to draw from Renoa? Yeah, I forgot, though. As soon as I dispel and regen? Yeah. More Next question, uh, did you mug Renoa? I didn't. I did. What do you get? You can mug her eight times Whoa. for eight mega elixirs. Wow. So that means she's been holding out on our party, keeping Damn. this like, party healing medicine away from the rest of us. Shit. Adele? Just imagine the visual of, like, you're in the the fight with the sorceress and then Zell and Kistis see you walk up to her and not attack Adele but steal from your girlfriend like yeah. rifle through her fucking pockets she's got a bitch and death animation yes when Adele dies she has a, an explosive animation where her throat turns red and starts expelling gas and then she falls to her knees and puts her hands on the ground as she evaporates it's super long though and we're probably still listening to it in the background here I felt like I saw her face fall off Possibility. Possible. We're, we're just going to go with that. Fake net. Zoom in. Did her face fall off? Initializing fake net. Yes. Holy shit. Through the use of technology, I have slowed the death animation down and observed a few frames where her facial polygons break off. This will mirror some imagery at the end of the game. After the battle, Laguna and... Succession Al- of witches resumes. Yes. Laguna and Alone run in. Laguna tells her that this is her chance. Renoa's clothes are back. God damn, I love Laguna's sandals. Renoa is in the uh, sorceress I'm gonna fuck you up pose like her arms outstretched like she's uh, about to do a, a blessed sacrament or something but Alone comes in and casts Alone magic on her yes her aura like essentially transfers over to Renoa then evaporates Renoa falls to her knees and Laguna puts a hand on Alone's shoulder and says okay Alone just get Renoa back mm-hmm Blue magic falls out of the sky and onto Renoa. Laguna turns to face alone and pats her on the shoulder again. Renoa stands up and speaks. I was inside Adele. The young Adele. It would have been cool if we could have seen that. Yeah, right? That point of view. Laguna says Ultimecia is inside Adele, exactly as she wanted. Okay, the showdown, folks. Time compression is about to begin. 
Love, friendship, and courage. Show them what you got. Laguna and alone, then fuck off. CG cut scene. Yeah. The gang looks around as the background distorts and contorts with every Photoshop effect available in 1998. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the camera pans down to a bright blue sky with the ground we were standing on reduced to a viscous liquid. It falls to a teardrop shape, then blasts out four polygonal heroes out of it. They skydive, falling through the air between liquid particles of CG cutscenes from the game. I spy Edea's face in most of them. The camera then spins around the whole party, showcasing a sequence of pure chaos. Kissis asks the first relevant question. Where are we supposed to go? The camera then gets above the squad, showing them falling into the time goo that is collected below them. When they hit, it cuts to a scene of blue ocean water from Chrono Cross's attract screen. Mm-hmm. Squall makes some swimming motions and suggests they go to Eddie's house. Schools of clownfish swim above and below them. Renoa says, I'll probably disappear. Squall says to stay by his side and he won't let that happen. The gang falls down to the ocean floor. When they hit, they fall out of an orange sky ocean. The screen fills with flocks of seagulls, eventually forming a terrifying tunnel of birds. Soon the birds turn to light and it looks like we're about to play a tunnel shooter. But instead we fall further and further into the wormhole. Chris, this is another brilliant and totally unnecessary CG transition of weird shit. Yeah, it's another flex. It's like pretty a tech good. flex, big this time. This is really good. Yeah. I, I had, like, most of the time when I've seen these cutscenes, I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of remember this. This one, nothing. No, I, I, yeah. my next note is I remember none of this. How yeah. are you feeling about this interpretation of time compression and do you think it works? Uh, you've got to do something visual. Yeah. So you might as well... Fall through Waterland. <laughs> yes, I was going to say expend your budget, but yes. The drops, the droplets with Eddie's face in it were like suggestions of more sorceress shit. Yeah, yeah. I, Magic coming through. I wonder if there would have been more to this, like in terms of gameplay, but we'll see. So what the hell just happened? We will figure it out next time. Maybe. Possibly. Perhaps. Nope. Let's consult the real net. Initializing real net. Tokumei says, when I replayed FF8, I was surprised there wasn't an explicit Laguna is your dad dialogue line because I thought it existed. I thought it existed too. Like I, it is. I was just the opposite. It's actually. weird they, that it's left ambiguous. I thought it was just a, fa- I, I thought it was supposed to be a, a I mean, fan theory thing. Kiros was pretty, made it pretty clear yeah, on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> John Doe says, it's hilarious that Cypher is still in this narrative. Yeah. They... I don't know. I don't want to say he's undercooked because he has a lot of screen time, but I feel like they could have done a little bit more to like showcase his descent into madness rather than just his sneering and he, being he never command. He never really does anything like unforgivable. Well, I mean... I don't know, man. I, I, hold on, I'll take that back. They manipulated him here. He, yeah, he never did. does anything on screen that is like heinous. Like he doesn't like kill a, one of our party members or kill somebody. Like He, he killed kill... up my fucking summon. Well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm sure Odin is precious he's to you. He's my friend. We went yeah. to the ruins. He's existed for thousands yeah. of years. But like, there's no scene of him like killing Sid or somebody like that. You know what I mean? I like, wish there was, man. Yeah. I, actually, I might like... That's a redemption arc right there. Yeah. Or on the, alternatively, like, let us work it out and get Cypher on our party. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, this game doesn't need more party members just because there's it's a three What we need game. is Squall and Cypher in a room alone with... In a, in a room with alone with her like talking them through their difficulties group therapy yeah it, it would be like when Faye met the wave existence but yes it, it, yeah. and resolve things with with Zid mm-hmm. like alone would take them back in time and show them each how they acted poorly in a situation yeah mm-hmm. now what could you have said here that would have made Cypher feel less small John Doe says Lunatic Pandora is actually Adele's sick alienware rig hell yeah John Doe says LMAO at Esther choosing to self-isolate 
indefinitely rather than execute Odin for war crimes. Panda Pajama 17 says the selfie voice is so spot on. Woohoo! Panda Pajama 17 also says Angelo drafts the ship before Zell. That's funny. That'd be good. John Doe says selfie's plan being to just blow a hole in it is extremely yeah. in character. Just blow it up. Finally, she gets to do her. John Doe says missed opportunity not to have Biggs and Wedge stow away on your ship to hop a ride home. Actually, yeah. Like if they're just there when you, well, I guess we don't really get back to the ship, do we? Well, yeah, we do. Yeah. I mean, people are on it, so. John Doe says Fusion breaking character to stage an intervention to try, pull, to try to pull Cypher out of QAnon is pretty great. <laughs> Fucking QAnon. John Doe says Cypher hasn't changed clothes in weeks, hasn't showered, no sleep. Dude sucks in this fight because he's burnt out at this point. I assume he spent the last of his energy taking out Odin because looking cool is more important than winning. Honestly, if you're going to lose the fight no matter what, taking out Odin is yeah. a, leave your mark and whatnot. Panda Jumbo 17 say, says, is the Final Fantasy VIII disc swap less awkward than Parasite Eve's? Do you remember that one? Not at the moment. You were in the sewers and you came out of the sewers and to go pick up a key or something. And please then as, disc, as you went back in, it's a police insert. Oh, that's too. right. Yeah. yeah. It was like a yeah. weird. Yeah, it was really weird. In Parasite Eve, it was really, uh, we're out of space, cut it now. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to any kind of thematic type thing. Okay, that's it, RealNet. Thank you, RealNet, for your contributions today. This episode is, has been, was, will be, will be, will be a production of Retrograde Amnesia. Recorded on December 11th, 2021. Thanks, Mark. Shepard. For the music. You're welcome, Chris. Find us on Twitter at RetroAmnesiaPod and uh, go listen to us on YouTube if you want. You can just listen. You can't watch us. Sorry. If you like us, tell a friend and or please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash retro AM. Get early access, bonus episodes, miniseries, voting rights for our next series and access to the real net. Email us at podcast at retrogradeadmisha.com. Eric, until next time. Yes, we will find our Ragnarok ship in time compression. And for me, it'll have friends. And for Chris, it will have no one. Thanks. Now you may go back to sleep. Number one, founded by people who immigrated. Well, Chris did an inquisitive look at his notes, suggesting they're fucked. No, just let the vowel out. Okay, okay, let me start over. You don't remember that story? No. Nope. It, I, it must be on a podcast. because so if, it, yeah. if it's on the podcast, I don't remember it. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, the kid gave, a, gave Santa a cookie. Oh, and yeah. And then the Santa's like, no, you keep it. Mm-hmm. Fucking. It'd be funny if he just repeats that behavior every time, though. Panda Pajama 17 says, is the Final Fantasy VIII what the fuck? The Discord crashed. Discord just crashed. She couldn't stop us so easily. Our digital existence must persevere. Where shall we look next? Perhaps to the 108 stars of destiny. In Sikudin. Sikudin.